Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast. This is episode five. And on today's episode, we discuss how to prepare your mindset, your energy, and your environment for success in your business. This episode is filled with great information, and I know you're not going to want to miss it. In less than 30 minutes, I'll help you take your business from right now to fabulous. So let's get started. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs get visible online and grow their businesses from right now to fabulous with your host, Bonnie L. Frank. This former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur has produced over 2,000 live broadcasts and has coached business owners worldwide. Each week, Bonnie shares actionable, effective, and proven social media and marketing strategies that help you get seen, get heard, and get paid online to propel your business forward. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the show. On today's episode, we're talking all about preparing your mindset, your energy, and your environment for success in your business. So I'm going to take each of those parts step by step and show you what to do. The first is mindset. When I Googled mindset, if I ever want to know what anything is, what it means, I just Google it. And uh, when I Googled mindset, I, it up came a collection of your thoughts, opinions, and beliefs. So in other words, the stories in your head, the information that you walk around with every day, the things you think, the things you believe the stories you tell yourself and the stories that other people tell you or that you take in, whether you're reading or you're hearing something, you're seeing a video, the stories that you take in and keep. So it's the stories in your head, the information that you're walking around with. That's mindset. Well, Carol Dweck wrote a book a while ago called Mindset, and she talks about the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. So those are basically two types of mindsets that people have. You can have a growth mindset, which means your mind is prepared for growth. You're ready to grow. You are set mentally, physically, emotionally. You're ready to go. You're ready to grow. Or you can have a fixed mindset. And that is basically where your mind says, Status quo. We're just going to stay here. What's going on, what's been going on, it's all good. We're going to stay right here. We don't need to change. We're very comfortable in this space. We don't need to grow. It's all good. Right here is just fine. I'm going to stay fixed. So at any given time, you will have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. But just because you have a fixed mindset doesn't mean you have to stay there. You are perfectly capable, every single person, you are perfectly capable of changing your mindset from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset and vice versa. So if you have a growth mindset right now, doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. And that's why people say they work on their mindset. And it really does take work. It really does. It takes focus. It takes energy. It takes effort. It takes work. So what does that mean when people work on their mindset? 
Or if you might read something, uh, somebody says, oh, I worked on my mindset today, or I'm going to work on my mindset, or mindset work is part of my daily routine. What does that mean? What do people do? How do you work on your mindset? Well, you could read Carol's book, or you could also look to some of your online mentors or this podcast, for examples, of how you can work on your mindset. So I do three things each day to work on my mindset. I do some combination, if not all three of these, every single day. Meditation, yoga, and journaling. Meditation, yoga, and journaling. Now, I'm not very woo-woo, and if you've ever listened to any of my live streams, any of my other podcast episodes, if you've read my blog posts, if you've listened to my presentations at, you know, at various conferences, if you've met me in person, you know I'm not very woo-woo. In fact, I'm very black and white. However, just because I'm extremely practical when it comes to business and when it comes to my personal life, it doesn't mean that I don't do mindset. You really can be both. You don't have to be way out in the stratosphere and, uh, you know, and, and that is the only way you can work on your mindset. You can be just like me and work on your mindset every day. And I do. So meditation. I've not been trained to meditate. I have some meditation apps on my phone and I've used some of those. One is calm. One is breathe. Um, there's loads of different mindset and meditation apps that you can download from either the App Store, if you've got iOS or Google Play. Just head over there and you'll see loads and loads of them. Every app is, is pretty much, you know, it'll have a free option and a paid option. So you can always try it out. You can always see what it's like for free. And then if you want more access to more practices, that's when you pay but they're very, very affordable. So for meditation, like I said, I'm not trained. I've never taken a class in meditation and I've actually not read books on meditation, although that is on my to-do list. So how do I meditate? What do I do? And how do I know if I'm doing it right? Well, I don't. I don't know if I'm doing it right. I really don't. But what I do allow myself to do is I allow, my, I allow myself the time and space to concentrate on my breath and to be still. To concentrate on my breath and to be still. So I usually sit down on the floor with my legs, you know, crisscross applesauce. Um, so that's usually how I am, but you could do it on a couch, on a chair, anywhere comfortable. You could be sitting, you know, with your feet on the floor and just sitting in an office chair and meditate. You can meditate while you walk. I know somebody who does that. So anytime where you are concentrating on your breath, or in the case where the person's walking, he's concentrating on his steps, when you focus your energies there, and when you focus your mind there, it has a very calming effect to your body and a very calming effect to your mind. So if you've never meditated before, or if you want to try my 
sort of scrappy way of meditating. Just have a seat in a comfortable space. You could sit on your bed if you want, wherever you want. Sit comfortably and give yourself two minutes. Try two minutes, two whole minutes. Set an alarm. You could set it on your phone. You could set it on your kitchen timer. Uh, those of you who have, you know, that Apple Watch thing, they have all sorts of timers on there or a Fitbit watch, all those newfangled contraptions, lots and lots of timers possible. Also, they have uh, timers that, you know, free timers that you can download on your computer. So set a timer for two minutes. Then sit and breathe. Shouldn't be too hard to do. You've been doing that for a while now. Sit and breathe. Concentrate on having your inhale be the same length of time as your exhale. So you're not just sitting and breathing. You're thinking inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. And try to keep your inhale, your inhalation, the same amount of time, the same amount of seconds as your exhaling, your exhalation. Just try that. And I bet in less than two minutes, I bet before that timer of yours goes off, you will feel more calm, you'll feel more at peace, you'll feel more at ease, and you will be ready, much more ready to have success for the day. So that's one thing I do, meditation. Second thing I do is yoga. I do not go to yoga classes. I am not a yogi. I do not eat only organic foods. In fact, I almost never eat organic foods, to be honest with you. Um, I do not have a vegan lifestyle. Uh, I am not anti-leather shoes, none of those things. But I do yoga, and I do yoga on my TV. And I do it through YouTube. So I have a smart TV and YouTube is one of the things that is hooked up in my smart TV. It came that way. So I go on YouTube and I usually do a yoga, I usually do yoga practice on a yoga channel called Yoga with Adrian. And that's A-D-R-I-E-N-E. So there's one N in, in this Adrian. Yoga with Adrian. If you Google it, if you go on YouTube, you will see she has, I think, over 5 million subscribers. She's been doing yoga for a long time, and she's got all different levels of practices. She's got 10 minutes to over an hour. She's got yoga for this part of body, yoga for that part of your body. She's got, you know, beginner yoga, really beginner yoga. She's got um, 30 days of yoga, you know, like a challenge. She's got all sorts of things. And I like yoga with Adrian because it's something that I can actually do. The practices, the poses, the movements, whatever you want to call them, they're not too difficult for me to understand. She goes slow enough for me to keep up with her. She doesn't use only yogi language, so I can actually understand what she's talking about. Um, and then I've got my TV right there in front of me. If I get a little lost, I can look and, I'll, oh, that's what she's doing. Okay. And then I could always stop and rewind. Sometimes I'll do a practice twice in a row. Sometimes I'll do two different practices. If I only have time for, you know, a little quickie, I'll do a 10-minute or a 20-minute yoga. Sometimes I just do one that is stretching. 
Sometimes I do one for a particular part of my body, my neck, my shoulders, my hips, my legs, whatever it is. She's got um, yoga for runners. I don't even run anymore, but that's a really nice one because it's obviously just legs. It's your hips all the way down. So that was a really nice one that I found. So that's how I do yoga. And I'm not trained in yoga either. So we're talking almost blank slate Bonnie here when it comes to meditation and yoga. And journaling. I used to keep a diary when I was little, just like many little girls keep a diary. It had a little key. And of course, I lost the key and the diary long, long ago. So now I keep a journal. And there's loads and loads of cute, really cute journals out there that are really fun to buy, and they're even more fun to fill up. And I always have extra journals on my shelf because wherever I am, if I'm at the dollar store, if I'm at the grocery store, if I'm at the pharmacy, if I'm at Costco or Sam's or some cute little boutique, I'm always looking for journals. The journals always capture my eye. Go into any bookstore and probably there will be empty journals there that are cute. You can always buy the moleskin ones and those are the ones that writers tend to use. They have all blank pages and uh, and plain color, uh, colored covers, but I don't buy those. Um, I buy the cute ones. So, uh, and I buy the ones, I usually buy journals that have... Um, like a spiral binding, because then I can turn the page back when I'm writing. And about 250 days ago, I started a gratitude journal. So on December 1st of 2018, I started a gratitude journal. And every morning, I begin a page of my 5 by 7 gratitude journal with these words. I'm grateful for. That's how I start every journal entry, every gratitude journal entry. I'm grateful for. Then I write a page of information about what I'm grateful for. I don't list 20 different things I'm grateful for. I list one thing I'm grateful for, and then I expound on it, expand on it. Anyway, I write more on it. I should probably take that mistake out, but I won't because I'm not very good at editing. Um, so I pick one thing I'm grateful for. I start out with, I'm grateful for those three words. And then I write for a full page and I always end it with a hug and a kiss or a kiss and a hug in that order. XO every single day for the past 250 some odd days since December 1st of 2018. I wanted to make sure I said that correctly. Yes. So that's my gratitude journal. And I've tried different types of journals in the past, and I never stuck with them. And this, I made it so easy. I'm grateful for, and there's no wrong answer that I was able to stick with it. And that's part of my morning routine. Sometimes meditation, yoga, and gratitude journaling are part of my morning routine, but at least gratitude journal is part of my morning routine. Sometimes I don't get to yoga. Sometimes I don't meditate. I would say about five days a week I do yoga. Okay, now energy. When I looked up energy, the definition of energy is strength and vitality required for sustained 
physical or mental activity. There's some really key words in there. Strength and vitality, you've got to be strong enough to have energy. Sustained physical or mental activity. So it says right in the definition, you've got to have energy for your mind, for mental activity. And sustained is such an important word. We're not talking spurts of energy here. We're not talking little bits of energy that we're trying to gather up. We're talking sustained, sustained energy because we want our business to last. And energy begets more energy, ironically. So in other words, move your body. Exercise. Try to do something involving moving your body every day. It doesn't mean you have to run five miles a day. Maybe you want to. Maybe that is what you do. But it doesn't mean that. Even if you walk for 20 minutes a day, move your body, do some yoga, do some stretching, go for a walk, take your dog for a walk, take your cat for a walk, um, you know, go for a little run. Do something on a stair climber or the treadmill if it's bad weather outside. Maybe you don't have a stair climber or a treadmill. Maybe you don't belong to a gym. I don't. Well, hello. I just told you about yoga with Adrian. I just told you about yoga that you've got on YouTube. And there's loads and loads of exercise routines for free on YouTube. Loads. So nobody has an excuse. You don't need fancy equipment. You don't need to belong to a gym. And it doesn't cost any money. It's all right there for free. So when you start to use energy to move your body, you will actually have more energy during the day. By spending some of your energy moving your body, you will have more energy. You will experience more energy throughout the day. And here's a cautionary tale. Please, please, please. Low-calorie diets, people, that will not help you. That's not ever, ever, ever going to help your business grow. It's not going to give you the sustained energy that you need to grow your business. Please, eat healthy or just don't starve yourself. <laughs> please. Low-calorie diets, those are not your friends. You need to be drinking water, and that's a great, a great reminder for me. I'm going to take a sip right here. You need to drink water. The rule of thumb, you know, it used to be eight glasses, you know, eight, eight-ounce glasses of water a day. That's 64 ounces. But now the... Um, the current thought is really drink half of your body weight in ounces. So, for example, if you weigh 150, then you should be drinking 75 ounces or more in water. Well, 75 is 11 more than 64. That's a little poem. So, think about how much you weigh, divide it in half, and that's about how many ounces of water you should drink a day. And I bet. You're not drinking enough. I know I'm not. I always have to remind myself to drink water. Sleep is another thing that will help you with energy. 
Just like when you're not drinking enough water, when your body's dehydrated, you will feel tired. Being tired does not always mean you haven't had enough sleep. Sometimes you're dehydrated and that's why you feel tired. But sleep is super, super important. And you probably know by now how much sleep you need to operate optimally. Maybe you need eight hours, maybe you don't need eight hours, but you probably know how much sleep you need and you probably know how much sleep you're getting. And I bet they're not the same number. The last thing that I want to talk about is environment. So your environment is that which surrounds you. You've got your physical environment, your natural environment, like nature, your emotional environment, and your mental environment. So whether you're inside or you're outside, you've got your emotional and your mental environment that you're walking around with. That's part of what's surrounding you. If you're inside, you've got your physical space and everything in that physical space. If you're outside, you've got your natural space, you're outside in nature, and you've got everything in that natural space. But regardless, you've got your emotional environment and you've got your mental environment. And that gets back to the mindset and doing the mindset work that I mentioned before. So I want you to think about your environment. Is it clear of debris? Is it clean? Is it organized? Is it a clear and organized environment? Or is it cluttered and full of confusion? Is it clean and organized? Or is it cluttered and clear? I'm sorry, cluttered and full of confusion. Clear and organized, cluttered and confused. However, your environment is is very likely equal to and the same as your mental state. In other words, if you've got a clear workspace and it's organized, I bet that your mind is clear, organized, and you're ready to go and you're ready to grow. If you've got a crowded, cluttered, disorganized workspace, I bet you feel more disorganized and your mind is more cluttered and confused, and you are not ready to go, and you're not as ready to grow as you could be. So make sure that your environment is one that promotes growth. So whether it's every morning clearing your workspace or every evening clearing it for the next day, or maybe just once a week, you go through your office like a with a bulldozer and you are just clearing things away and you're organizing and you're putting things in files and folders and clearing off your desktop space on your computer and throwing things away that you don't need and dusting. And maybe you do that once a week. Or maybe you have somebody come in and do that once a week or once a month. Or maybe it's a daily thing. I know a lot of people do it the evening when they're done with the workday. Part of closing out their workday, part of their evening routine is clearing off the desktop on their computer and clearing off their desktop space, their actual desk space in their office so that everything is clean and clear and organized when they start the next day. 
So your environment, how you're surrounding yourself emotionally, mentally, mentally, physically in your natural environment, what you are surrounding yourself with is really, really important for your growth, for success in your business. So I hope it's been helpful information on mindset, on energy, on your environment. I really hope it's helped you and will help you to continue to grow your business. And I've got a challenge for you. My challenge is that you take this information and apply one part mindset, one part energy, and one part environment. And you apply one of those parts, one of each of those parts, so you're going to apply three things so that you can more easily, more effectively, and more efficiently grow your business. One part mindset, one part energy, one part environment. I would love to know how you are applying what you learned in today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode of Business Fabulous. I sure hope you'll take today's challenge. Please reach out to me and let me know how you're doing. Remember, together we're Business Fabulous. Feel free to email me at listener at bonnielfrank.com. That's listener at bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E-L, like my middle name, Lynn, Frank, F-R-A-N-K, dot com. Until next time, and as always, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to help nurture that spark inside of you to become business fabulous.